Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday, so time for another episode of Life with Gwen. Here at the Cape Cod Times, we meet great people when we're doing lifestyle stories, and now with this Facebook Live, you can meet them with us. You can ask questions. You can have a great time. So today, we have um, a very special Christmas show, and I have to tell you, most of the time, 99% of the time, the uh, show will always be family friendly. But some days, like today, it will be even more family friendly. And what we want to do is take a second for you to go get the kids if they're at home with you. If not, you can watch this with them on the Cape Cod Times Facebook page and uh, just go to the video sections. It should be the latest video. In the meantime, I wanted to um, share a tradition. I remember my parents were very big Christmas fans, and every night, the last thing we did before going to bed with thoughts of Santa in our head was to read from Clement C. Moore's book, and it was the night before Christmas. And I, uh, I am surprised that he could write this poem for his daughter, and it could become something familiar to millions of people, and a tradition that many, many people hold on to every year. I have some friends with me, little uh, Stella, the dog, and our friend the bear over here, because I know the kids often like to read to their stuffed animals, it's a good habit, and uh, or to their live animals if they'll sit still. So, you guys ready? Let's start out with a few lines from Clement C. Moore's The Night Before Christmas. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there." Oh, hi, Gwen. Uh, St. Nicholas, Santa. How are you? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be able to make it because of this week it being your busiest all year long. Well, it is quite busy, but I thought I'd take some time to come over and visit with my good friends at the Cape Cod Times. Oh, thank you so much, Santa. <laughs> I'm sure that, that all the children and, and even adults, anyone who believes in magic, We'll be so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you, thank you. It, it was a fun time coming over, and uh, I had a few minutes, so I thought I'd stop in and say hi. Thank you. Now, did you, are your reindeer parked in our in our parking lot? Oh, oh, oh. No, Gwen, they're not. They're right now, they're back up at the North Pole practicing their takeoff and landing. A lot of people think that Santa can use his reindeer all year long, but that's not the truth. The real truth is, he can only use them on Christmas Eve because of uh, Christmas magic. Oh, I see, I see. Do they have to kind of prepare, practice, and and uh, and maybe eat a little extra and kind of rest up? Well, they right now they're what they're doing is they're practicing the landings and their takeoff because uh -huh. uh, you know last year they were a little little rusty and I thought this year they could use a little bit more practice. Well, that's that's a lot of up and down, you know, <laughs> going to every house. Tell so. Santa about it <laughs> <laughs> now. I always was wondering, now I know you know this, but but it rhymes, so I can usually do it. This on Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, and Vixen, Comet, Comet Cupid, Cupid, Donner, Donner and Blitzen. Blitzen, and of course... Oh, we can't forget Rudolph. Right, <laughs> right. He would never let it go, you know what I'm saying? Lights up your night, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, he does, he does. So, it, um, it's, it's such a 
a, a wonderful time of year, such a magical time of year, mm -hmm. and uh, to celebrate in so many ways. Families get together, and you know, I had called you Saint Nicholas because you have different names all over the world. Oh, I do. Um, you know, uh, I'm called Father Christmas in Great Britain. I'm called, um, let's see, um, oh my goodness, uh, Sinister Claus uh, in Germany. Ah, um, didn't know that one. Santa Claus. Uh, I have many names I go by. And you recognize them all. We have a greeting for you, Santa. Uh, Jeannie Amato is uh, saying hello from Newport. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? So, and uh, now... I was wondering if we could talk a little bit about um, some of the requests you've been hearing this year. I know you've been out meeting with children, mm -hmm. and and uh, are there particular toys that are popular this year? Oh, every year there's one particular toy that's always very popular. And uh, without saying, um, American Girl dolls are probably the most popular of dolls that girls request. It's one of the biggest requests I get. And this year for the boys, it's a thing called a turbo twister, uh, hmm. which is very, uh, very popular amongst the boys. Then the younger children are always looking for uh, Shopkins. That's a Shopkins, Shopkins. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Well, it, uh, you know, I really, my, when my daughter was younger, we really enjoyed the American Girl toys because they teach history along with being a doll. And uh, we actually visited the American Girl place. You may have been there as oh, well. Oh, that's very good. Very good. Oh, oh, hey, Jane oh. from Philly. And look, Judy from Syracuse, New York. Welcome. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, some of the people who follow me might know that Jane from Philly is the Philly friends. So. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I know that everybody wants to talk to you. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, when you and I were chatting you, we talked a little bit about children coming to see you and being really excited and thinking they want to sit on your lap, but then something happens. Oh, yes. Well, it's usually the smaller children from like two to three and a half. They have that anxiety where they don't want to leave mom or dad. And uh, they're all excited to see Santa and they're standing in line. They've been probably standing in line for 15 or 20 minutes. And... Um, all of a sudden, there they are, standing in front of the big guy. <laughs> and now they said they realize that they've got to come up and see Santa. Well, they don't want to do it. They don't want to leave mom or dad. But mom and dad, of course, they've got to have the picture. <laughs> so what they do is they pick the child up and put him on Santa's lap. And about that time, they've got about five seconds. And the <laughs> child realizes that, oh, my goodness, I'm sitting on Santa's lap. And get me out of here. <laughs> but so, it's so it's okay, you know. If they uh, if they just want to talk to you, you know, I think you said some of them just kind of stand next to you and talk to you because they're not quite ready to be on your lap. That's true. Uh, Santa doesn't push them, you know. If they want to stand, uh, that's okay. If they'd like mom or dad to hold them while uh, Santa's talking to them, that's all right. Also, um, I think the most important thing is is for them to. Uh, you know, let Santa know what they want for Christmas. That sounds good. And I see you have another greeting coming in, Santa. Hi, Emily. How are you today? <laughs> it, uh, there, 
we also talked a little bit about uh, about the idea that sometimes there are requests that are are not toys. Children are asking for other things, and and uh, tell me a little bit about uh, you know what you say to those those children. Well, it you know, as Santa, it 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 you never know what a child's going to say, um, and uh, over over the course of the years. Uh, many things uh, have been told to Santa, sometimes in secret, and other times uh, the children just say it like it is. And um, I remember this one little girl coming up and sitting on Santa's knee, and Santa asked her what she wanted for Christmas. And she told Santa that she wanted uh, airplane tickets to Florida. Well, Santa was thinking about it, and he thought that maybe she'd like be, she wanted to go to uh to Disney World or to uh, Universal City down there. But uh, when I asked her about it, she goes, no, she says, I want tickets to Florida so I can go see my daddy because my mommy and daddy are divorced. So those are type, some of the things that uh, children say to you as Santa, and uh, it tugs at your heart. It really does. And I think that you told me that uh, you do the best you can, and you listen, and that's all we can really do that's if someone right. needs someone to talk to. Yeah, um, and, Santa, you know, Santa gets uh, gets a lot of privileged information that the children will share with me um, more than they will probably share with their parents for some reason. Um, so but, probably because you have like millions of children of sorts. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of, of uh, family and children, how is Mrs. Claus doing? Oh, Mrs. Claus is doing great. Uh, when I left this morning, uh, she was putting in a fresh batch of cookies. Ah. And um, she knows Santa loves his cookies. And uh, so she had that going on. And she was also planning on doing some uh, some work with the elves, um, finishing up the, the wrapping Um and uh, I believe they're going to start uh, packing my bag today. Wow. Yeah. I, so it takes like five days at least to pack the bag. Well, it, it's, a, it, it's just an ongoing thing. Um, as, as you know, uh, Christmas magic um, really helps because what happens is when my bag gets empty, and it does get empty every once in a while, mm -hmm. uh, Christmas magic fills it right back up again. Oh, I didn't know that. So you know, some children worry that um, if there's a fire in the fireplace or if there's no fireplace, do you have workarounds for those things? Oh, I certainly do. Um, once again, uh, good old Christmas magic. Uh, not to fear whether you've got a, a, a fireplace uh, or or not. Uh, Santa will find a way of getting in. He has a magical key that allows him to enter your house only on Christmas Eve um, to make sure that the presents get delivered. Right, and you just go to where the tree is or where the decorations are, you know, because I, I know my kids used to be afraid, not so much of you, but of the Easter money, because the <laughs> idea that there was a bunny that uh, was uh, life-size would freak them out a bit. So I, we had to reassure them that the bunny didn't actually come into their room. Oh, so. I see. Yes. Oh, yes. And we have a greeting for you. Oh, hi there, Nancy. How are you down there in Orleans? I'll be down there on, um, I believe, on Saturday. 
Um, so uh, make sure you stop by. I'm not sure where I'm going to be, but I know I'm going to be in Orleans at some point on Saturday. So I actually saw a picture of you one time on having a vacation day after Christmas. Do you get like one day off? Oh, no, no. After uh, after Christmas, Santa uh, takes a couple of months off. Um, he likes to find warmer weather. Uh, living up on like the North, at the North Pole. Us. Yes, exactly, yes. yes. So. Um, you know, so he looks for a little warmer weather. And I also uh, like to visit Cape Cod during the summer. Um, every once in a while, if you, if you look real carefully, you can see good old Santa on the beaches of like Craigville Beach or Veterans Beach. Um, he, lo he loves Cape Cod. In fact, I heard that here uh, on Cape Cod, people sometimes call you Cape Cod Santa, and you even have your own Facebook page. I do. I do. <clears throat> um, so people can you'd look like, out and see where you're going to be. If, yes. If you'd like to visit uh, Cape Cod Santa, um, I'm on Facebook. I also have a web page. And uh, feel free, uh, if you'd like to follow me, um, I try to keep it updated and let everybody know where I'm going to be. Okay, we're going to ask you to look into the camera a little more, Santa, so okay. everyone can see <laughs> how you look. You look great. All so, right, thank you. And um, we were going to talk a little bit, I think, about um, the nice and naughty list. Okay. I remember that being a big deal when I was a little kid myself. And uh, tell me a little bit about some of the things that put people on the nice list that, that have really impressed you. Well, <clears throat> to be honest with you, Santa likes to look at it like this. Everybody's on the nice list. You have to be really naughty to get on the naughty list. Wow, that's really... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, so anyways, um, it's uh, it takes a lot to get on the naughty list. Um, it's uh, not just one day where you might mess up. It's all year long. And don't forget, Santa checks you twice a year. So if you're naughty one time, um, it's no big deal. But if Santa catches you being nice the second time, you're off the naughty list. So don't worry too much about the naughty list. I'm always so impressed when I sometimes read stories in the Cape Cod Times or hear them when I'm out in the community at how much children are doing for other children and for the environment. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to me that you don't have to be a grown-up to start doing good things for the world. Um, as, as said, I get to see a lot of good that um, all children of all ages are doing. Um, this coming week, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be visiting with a uh, with a homeless uh, breakfast here on Cape Cod, and um, it's partly being being uh, sponsored by um, I won't say a child's organization, but a young adult organization, and it just warms Santa's heart to uh, to see things going on like that. Um, there's so much that children do. Um, they do toy drives for Toys for Tots. Um, it, it's just amazing. They they have so much power, and they don't realize it. And then we find some of them who, who have found their way and, and uh, do realize it. And, of course, everyone can help with the magic. We have a greeting, Santa. We do. A question. From Spring Trawick. Uh, 
No, what we have is we have Terry Lynn asking, do you, do you ever go to spring training Oh, spring in training Florida. in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Santa's usually, uh, usually out vacationing on those days. So um, tell me a little bit about um, the, um, the idea of animals coming to have their uh, picture taken with you. Have you done that much? Um, I, I don't really do that much. Um, however, um, you know, I've brought, many people have asked me to do it, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I would be more than happy to do it if uh, if they have, you know, a dog or a cat or uh, or whatever for an animal that they would like a picture with Santa with. I uh, my sister has a uh, one of those big uh, Bernice Mountain dogs, Ooh. and uh, there was no sitting on Santa, but but uh, she got Bernadette's picture taken with Santa, and uh, I have to tell you, between the dog's colors and and your colors, it was a very very interesting picture, very nice to see. <laughs> so now, do you cook Santa, or does Mrs. Claus do most oh, of the cooking? Oh, you you trust me, you don't want to try Santa's cooking. <laughs> Okay. I, I have a hard time boiling water. Uh, Mrs. Claus does all the does all my cooking. Uh huh. So it's always a mix, though, because sometimes uh, you know, sometimes the dads cook, sometimes the moms cook. You know, it. Uh, I think it depends on on uh, every family is a little bit different. But uh, we'll uh, we'll count on uh, Mrs. Claus, and uh, she must be cooking huge quantities to feed all the elves. Well, no, no, not no. Again, that's a misconception. The elves take care of themselves. Ah. Uh, Mrs. Claus is more like a uh, uh, a supervisor. She she tells them what what needs to be done, or suggests colors for for the dolls' clothes, or uh, um, you know the colors of the toys, stuff like that. Ah. The elves mostly do. You know, they take they take care of themselves. We have another question coming in. Um, oh, Karen says she's happy to hear about the fireplace workaround. Oh, yes. Yeah, don't worry. Santa, Santa will find one way or another. <laughs> He'll never let, let let you go without having getting your presents delivered. So it uh, it's, it's a really wonderful thing to have you here. And also, I was going to ask you, now we all think of you being primarily at the North Pole. Have mm -hmm. you always had the place there? Well, yes, uh, Santa, that's Santa's primary address is the North Pole. Um, however, I, you know, during the course of the year, I, I do go to other places, um, you know, vacation homes here and there. Um, and I like to visit with the boys and girls all over the, over the world. And um, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm home at the North Pole for probably a couple of months out of the year. It, uh, it, uh, is it, is it really... I, this is a stupid question, but is it really cold up there, or you just get oh, used to it? Oh, 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 it's very cold up there. Our average temperature up there is probably about, I don't know, 10 degrees. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's it's quite chilly. It's quite chilly up there. And I'll bet you play Christmas music a lot up there. Oh, get every day of the mood. year. Every day of the year we play in Christmas music, yep. I think the North Pole is the only place where I would like to hear Christmas music every day of the year. <laughs> you know, when they started before Thanksgiving in the stores, it seems a little extreme. <laughs> so, oh, we have a uh, another message. Uh, 
this oh. message from Jane. Their cats, Bailey, Bailey and, and Carmel, have been very good to share. <laughs> oh, Santa's so happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting when we get these comments and, and our producer holds them up, I don't know what they're going to say as I'm reading them. So it's kind of uh, exciting and a little scary when you're on live TV, live Facebook, to, um, you know, to start reading and think, uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe I better read them quickly before I start next time. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> so, And um, now you have a lot of engagements as well as what's going on at the North Pole mm -hmm. right now. Um, I know when you said that you might be able to come by, that you said you could come for just a short while because you have something this afternoon that you're headed out to. Right, right. Santa's going down to East Ham. Uh, to visit his friends down there at not at the Nosset workshop. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing all of them. I visited them with a visit with them last year, and I'm looking forward to seeing them again this year. So well, Santa has a funny story he'd like to share with you. Oh, that'd be great, Santa. Um, <laughs> we have our, our little, little funny smile up there. A little uh, a little while ago, well, a couple of weeks ago. I had this little girl come up and sit on my lap, and I was talking to her, and I got around to asking her what she wanted for Christmas, and she said she wanted a raisin. A raisin? A raisin. Okay. And I looked at her, and I go, what do you want a raisin for? She says, I want a raisin for my mom and dad. And I go, why does your mom and dad want a raisin? She said, so they can keep their house. And Santa was perplexed. He couldn't figure out what she was talking about. So when she was done visiting with Santa, he went up to the mom and dad and said, can you tell me why your daughter wants you to have a raisin? And mom looked at dad and they both started laughing. And they turned around and said to Santa, not raisin, a raise. <laughs> <laughs> So it just goes to show you that when children listen, you, they don't quite sometimes understand what you're actually saying. Right, and and they also don't usually know uh, when they're when they're young, when they're in preschool, they don't know what they should and shouldn't share. Um, <laughs> oh, that's <so> true. <laughs> you want to keep the private stuff private. That's it. But that's, it. Uh, that's interesting. So, you know, what a kind little girl to be thinking about that. And uh, even though she didn't quite understand what a raise was, to be thinking about her parents and to be asking you for help, not for herself, but for them. Right. Uh, there, there are lots of times Santa gets some some strange requests. Um, at the, like I was talking about the little girl who wanted the tickets to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, you, you just don't know what's going to come out of the mouth of a child. They uh, surprise Santa all the time with... Uh, with their various requests, it's it's sometimes it's quite amazing. It uh, it's a wonderful time of year, and um, we are very touched by the the children's requests. and And of course, I think that if we could keep that magical spirit, it would be great to have that year round. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, most children, I think, want to be good. Um, circumstances sometimes uh, prevent that, but. Uh, most of the time, children really want to be good. 
And, you know, I've noticed that, that with adults as well, that uh, this is such a season of giving, you know, the Cape Cod Times Needy Fund. But we, we've actually extended that to the summer as well because people need things, you know, year round. And um, this is uh, a magical time. But, you know, it gets extended a bit, too. And we, we always appreciate it when people help and help their neighbors. So the the needy fund uh, that the Cape Cod sponsors is, is it's it's very beneficial. Um, Santa has been watching it for over for many years, and um, it, it's amazing what what you folks are able to do. It really is. It's uh, Santa's always scratching his head, wondering how you're able to do it. Thank you. Well, we're able to do it because Cape Cod and the islands and people all over are helping each other. And uh, I think that's what makes it so wonderful. But uh, but it, it is good to hear that, Santa, because, you know, that could mean the whole staff is on the, on the good list. <laughs> that's for sure. Know? So it, uh, tell me, are there any other stories you can tell us about the North Pole? Uh, you know, any, uh, how do you communicate with the reindeer? Do they, do they, they don't talk? Well, <laughs> no, well, the elves are the ones who uh, talk to the reindeer. Um, I have to go to them and uh, talk to them and tell them what my needs and wants are, and then the elves talk to the reindeer. Um, the elves are uh, a big asset for Santa because without him, without them, he uh, he probably wouldn't be able to do much of anything. Uh, they make the toys, they take care of the reindeer, uh, they build the buildings. Um, they do the grocery shopping. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and when Santa goes grocery shopping, <laughs> it's quite a lot of stuff he has to get. Okay, we have one. We have another request. <laughs> what kind of cookies should we leave for oh, you? Oh, my do you goodness. Have a favorite kind? That has got to be one of the all-time questions. Santa gets asked everywhere he goes, what kind of cookies does Santa like? Well, let me tell you. Santa likes oatmeal raisin cookies, oh. despite the fact that everybody thinks it's chocolate chip. I thought so. Yep. Well, Santa's going to tell you why he likes oatmeal cookies. When Santa gets full of eating cookies, oatmeal cookies, or any cookie, okay, if they're an oatmeal cookie, then Santa can feed them to his reindeer because Santa's oh, reindeer yes. like oats and they like raisins. Perfect. Yes. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> well, I think our time is, is kind of coming to a close here, Santa, because I know you have things you have to do. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the children and adults uh, who are watching us all over the world? I guess all over the world. <laughs> well, Santa would like to say first, thank you very much, the Cape Cod Times, for inviting me. And Thank you for coming. Oh, my pleasure. And secondly, Santa would love to say to all of you, have a very Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Bye for oh, now. Oh, that's wonderful. Can I have a quick hug, Santa? Oh, oh, oh there we go. Thank you for coming. Oh, and thank, thank you. you all for coming to spend Wednesday at high noon with us. I hope you'll join us next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about New Year's. And the holidays are so much fun. Let's share them here on Life with Gwen at the Cape Cod Times.